Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Yes, hello and welcome. It's Friday, which means two things. Gloucester Park on a Friday night and also Talking Harness WA here on SEN Track 657. And uh, what a big night it's going to be at Gloucester Park tonight. It's a bit of... What's, what a seven days. Seven days a long time in racing. Uh, certainly is. We were getting ready last week for a big meeting and the snap lockdown occurred and unfortunately for the derby, there's no uh, no people on track for the second time uh, in, in succession. Unfortunately for owners and fans of the sport because it's going to be one hell of a race with a vintage crop of three-year-olds clashing with the big two, Jumpin' Jack Mack and also Leverage Joe. We'll talk about that race in detail a little bit later on, and we're going to talk to the trainer of the favourite, Gary Hall Sr., who's going to join us. Um, we'll deep dive into a few races with our man Bomber Hill and BK will be along later on to give us a few tips at uh, the great Royal Newcastle track. But a uh, big hello to, to Glenn Mortimer, and Mort's a big night for you. you got Mighty Ronaldo in the derby, but unfortunately uh, I won't get to buy your beer on track. Yes, that's the unfortunate part, Michael, but great to be here as always. Cannot wait for tonight's WA Derby. It promises to be one of the most exciting and anticipated clashes we've had at Gloucester Park in a long, long time. And how good has the draw made it? Oh, it's just, it, yeah, it's, you know, obviously one of them draws one yeah. or two. It's it's game over, but uh, that didn't happen. So plenty of scenarios which, which could play out. Um, Last Friday night, another tough night, uh, yep. down around about three units, but I've got no doubt that our man, Bomber Hill, yep. can claw that back today. Can't wait to have a chat with um, WA's leading premier trainer in uh, senior. Um, got the favourite tonight. Yep. Very, very smart, jumping Jack Mack, so can't wait to have a chat with him. But before we do that, just a, a couple of questions for you, Michael. Yes. Smaller fields and race numbers and a few meetings being cancelled. Are we just racing too much? I, I think the uh, there is a... There, there, I think there, there could be too many meetings, particularly coming into winter, but the new calendar season's sort of thrown it out a little bit as well. Uh, normally, during that January period, we've got a lot of horses, but because it was a change of season, it sort of flipped it around a little bit. But uh, we're going to have to look at the horse populations and, and work out probably, you know, five or six meetings it, it might have to be looked at. Yeah, OK. And um, the proposed 15% levy on service fees to try and raise an additional $2 million to fund feature races, what's your view on that? Look, I I think the concept is good. I'm not too sure about the specifics. And the the biggest problem is is them being passed on to the breeders. Correct. And and that's the biggest, biggest issue. But I think as a concept, 
it's it's not a bad concept. It's just you've got to get the, the devil's in the detail and, and you've got to get it right. And the biggest question will be passing it on to the Correct. to the breeders. Yes. We share the same view. And the third and the final one, who wins the derby tonight? Um, and don't just say, knowing you've got somebody on the other end no, of the phone, who do you think's going to win? I do think Jumpin' Jack Mack yep. will win. I, th- I think he'll find the front and I think be very hard he'll, to he'll be awfully hard to run around. Yeah. But saying that... <laughs> Labrador's got to come at some stage, and there's a few snipers in the race, including Mighty Ronaldo. Yeah, there is a few snipers, but uh, Junior That's on board going to make it. He'll control the race and make it very hard for anybody else. Yep. All right, let's get into our first guest, and before we um, we get Gary Hall Senior uh, on for a chat, let's go back a week and jump in Jack Mack. He continued his build-up into the WA Derby, and it was another very good win. Um, it was very short, but uh, he was too good for Otis and C. Ryan Fly. Let's let's hear Jumper Jack Mack from last week. Jumping Jack Mack has raced up on the outside and taken the lead, and Hall sitting quietly. He's got to, on his back Aussie scooter. C. Ryan Fly is still there. Otis is back on the inside in the straight, though. Jumping Jack Mack in front. See Ryan fly. Aussie Scooter's trying to get through. There's no room. Otis is down the outside. In front, jumping Jack Mack near the line, though. And jumping Jack Mack has won from Otis. See Ryan fly and fourth in. Yeah, that was American Bullet fourth in. But jumping Jack Mack, he blew out the cobwebs with a, another victory heading into the derby. And it gives me great pleasure to welcome in his trainer, the Hall of Famer, Gary Hall Senior. How are you, Senior? Yeah, good morning, mate. Good morning, uh, Glenn. How are you going, guys? Yeah, really good. And and how is uh, Jumping Jack Mack? It's, uh, it seems like the race last week would have topped him off beautifully heading into the, the derby this week. Yeah, I'm uh, yeah, pretty happy with him and he's come along really well. I, I thought originally that I'd sort of, you know, given him too long out when I spelled him and I thought I might be battling to get him back to top form, but he's he's hit top form at the right time and I, and I couldn't get him any better for tonight, that's for sure. Yeah, and, and the barrier draw, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later on, but probably fall in your way considering Joe's on the inside. You're, you're probably drawn not, not too dissimilar to where you really would have wanted to be. Yeah, I'd swap with Glenn with his horse. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I can't complain. You know, like the, the big... Uh, problem with the race if uh joe drew the lead drew one or two drawing the lead and if we drew the lead without doing any work well then probably game over either one of those probably would have won but now now it's opened it right up and there's a few variables and a few things that could happen june um senior you you seemed very confident and so does junior that uh uh and jack mack will be able to get to the the lead at some stage you you're still very confident that you'll be able to get the lead yeah, I'm not as confident as what everybody else seems to be. Uh, I don't even know that Junior is as well. You know, I've I've, I've heard that Penny Tiger is going to attempt to lead, so uh, um, he'd probably hand over if he got there. But if he doesn't get there, that's going to cause a fair bit of pressure early and a lot of speed, and um, that would make it a lot harder for Jumping Jack Mack to hold off a horse like Mighty Ronaldo and uh, Labrador. So. Uh, I didn't think Penny Tiger would be an issue. I thought he'd go back, but apparently they're talking that they can lead and hand over to, to Mac. But that would that would cause a lot of early pace. They'll they'll be running a really quick lead time for the 2500, and that'll that'll help Labrador, I believe, and, and definitely Mighty Ronaldo. Yeah. So uh, on a race like tonight, do you give Junior instructions, and, and more importantly, does he listen to them? <laughs> 
Uh, usually what I do is tell him what I want him to do, uh, what I don't want him to do. I tell him that's what I want him to do, and he does he does what I want him to do anyway. Cause, you know, he, he does the exact opposite. But no, not really. I don't. I don't. I don't burden him or many of my drivers with many instructions. He knows the horse. I sort of tell him. We discuss the race and we go through what we think can and can't happen or may or may not happen, and uh, he makes up his own mind. But he doesn't make that many errors. And um, you know, like uh, he did make an error in the. In, in the derby last year, I think, or the year, uh, year last year, wasn't it? With yeah, your horse, then. You don't have to remind me. Thanks, uh, <laughs> thanks, senior. I kind of, I kind of uh, moved on from that. But um, in uh, uh, in this race, um, would you be confident if he if he got stuck in the breeze that he could still, you know, given it's his first time over the twenty five thirty six, um, you know, he had a good oh, head yeah. out last week. If he got stuck in the breeze, you're still confident he could win from there? Yeah, I do. He, he's um, he's quite a He's a very strong horse and 2,500 won't worry him. I think staying more is a more is go than speed, but um, I think he can breeze if he can dictate. But you know, if he did happen to breeze, well, you know, we all know how fast Mighty Ronaldo is off off, off a cold sit. And uh, when he ran behind him the other week, he was absolutely bolting. Um, Justin was battling to hold him into the position. He couldn't get a run, and not through any fault of his own, but he. Uh, you know, you know. Obviously, Junior's got a high opinion of Mighty Ronaldo as well, and it, you know, he actually wanted to drive him that night when uh, when uh, Mac won that race, and uh, but because um, he wanted to keep his options open for the Derby, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't think the you know, jumping jack Mac's a, a pretty smart horse, and I think the owners would have been had their nose put out of joint if he jumped onto Mighty Ronaldo, irrespective of how good he's going. Yeah. Yeah, understood. Look, the, the main danger but, probably looks like um, Leverage O, and the market certainly suggests that. Um, you obviously um, were pre- a, a, a big fan of Leverage O as well, and and you you went to you, you bought his half brother at the the yearling sales. So um, you you must like what you see at Leverage O, and you must like what you saw about the yearling. Yeah, oh, the yearlings outstanding looking type and he's broken in real well so I, I you know I must be crazy buying a yearling for that price but the, the, the people that, that wanted him they told me to buy him and they didn't give me a, a limit so he was a hundred I think my first bid was 110 so, you know and I was I was pretty shocked that I even made the bid but then I even made another one to get him so you know, I'm quite happy we got him now but uh I, I, I was overawed with Leverage. I can't believe how good he is and how, how how well he was going. And I think one night there he he went 53 or something for 2100, and he was out, absolutely outstanding. I thought. And uh, but probably the only thing we haven't seen him do is sort of settle back at the rear and circle the field and uh, and, and do it that way. So he's probably going to have to do that Friday, tonight. So. Uh, it, you know that would be the, uh, the only question mark I would have, but there's no doubting his ability. There's no doubt doubting his uh, uh, ability to get the 2500. So it's going to be a great race. And uh, you know the only worry I've got with uh, Jumping Jack Mac is that he's, he might have to do a little bit too much work to get to the lead. And he's a pretty inexperienced horse. And you, you know that's that's the only problem that I'm. Well, if he'd had about another five or ten starts, I'd have been happy. Yeah, just talking about the the Derby overall, senior. 
Um, it's, it's a race you've won five times, but you didn't actually win your first one till Alta Cristiano in 2013. It, it took you a long time to, to win a derby, and, and since then you've won five out of the last eight, I think it is. Yeah, I don't know why that was. Um, I, I, I always wanted to win a derby, and I just couldn't win one. And, um, you know, like I tried plenty of times, and but I probably didn't have the three-year-olds to, to do it. I mean, even the Mighty Quinn wasn't a derby horse because he... Uh, at, at that, as a three-year-old, he wasn't anywhere near the stayer that he is that he developed into, and and he got a lot better as a four-year-old. So, yeah, I, I found it hard to win, and it's like everything. But once you, you know, like it's like the end of the minions when I went second with uh, um, Falcon Strike. I thought that was my chance to win the end of the minions, and I was it's not that I got beat. I was upset. It was that it was my only chance. I didn't think I'd ever get another chance. I ended up winning three and running second twice again. So. I, um, you know, like it seems to be once you do, you know, conquer those things, you seem to be able to do it more often. You know, I don't know why. Same with the pacing up and the Fremantle Cup. It took me a long time to win one of them. I think the problem with them was that I was probably driving them and not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, since um, since Alta Cristiano's won that first WA Derby, and you've gone on, gone on one five more, you know, one five in total since then. Some of the names that have won them uh, for you have been outstanding, and uh, our jumping Jack Mack uh, goes around uh, tonight. So, how do you compare him to other Derby winners you've had at the same stage? Well, Bowden Boas, Chicago Bull, and Major Trojan is definitely better than them as, as a three-year-old. Definitely, okay. as far as I'm concerned. I don't know whether Junior would agree with me, but I think he's better than those three, and and also King of Swing. King of Swing, as you know, I never got him going like uh, Luke McCarthy's got him going. I won, I won the derby, and I don't know how he won it. He placed the breeze, and he went good. And, and, and I, he I seemed to be gone. He, he was gone at the 600 King of Swing. Yeah, I know. Just kept finding a way to get to the line because yeah. he was pretty tough. But uh, um, I, I just didn't rate those three-year-olds like, I, you know, even though Chicago Bulls gone on and, and turned into the horse that he is, I didn't think as a three-year-old he was, he was in that Lane. As a matter of fact, I didn't think he could win the derby and he won it quite easily, but he mm. uh, chased the dream, who we all know now wasn't that great a horse. He was a reasonable horse, but not that great. So, yeah, I, I, I just think he's better than all of those, but definitely not better than Elder Cristiano. Elder Cristiano is probably, uh, I think, would have been the equal of Quinny if he hadn't have had uh, all those leg problems, but uh, unfortunately that wasn't to be. And, and you did Elder Cristiano offer really short preparation from memory, like he, he he, he yeah. I think was in the paddock, and it wasn't it wasn't that long of preparation for him. It was an amazing I, performance. Yeah, I think it was about seven weeks getting into the derby to get him in there, and he won it and uh, faced the breeze and won it too, and won easy. And I, uh, yeah, he 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 was an exceptional horse, and uh, unfortunately he was ill fated. Everything went wrong with him. Yeah. Everything went wrong with him with his uh, you know his racing preparation because he was way too heavy a horse anyway, and he kept. Having leg injury problems, and then you know he kept getting discarded by the studs that he was at, like Alabar, and then he came over here and nobody wanted to uh, go to him, and then all of a sudden his horses started coming good, and then he happens to uh, get colic and die. So it was a complete disaster. And I, he's the horse that I feel sorry for the most that I've ever trained. I just can't believe the problems he had and the end result as well. You know, it was just a shame. Mm. 
Yeah, so sure was. Um, senior, mate, good luck tonight. Um, much appreciated your time on, on such a big day. And um, I know there'll be plenty of uh, punters out there cheering for you because he's got to go around the favourite in the derby. And that could be uh, derby number six for both yourself and Junior. Yeah, thanks a lot, Mick. And thanks, Glenn. And uh, um, I'll tell you what, I will be looking over... I bet you Gary's looking over his shoulder up the straight, <laughs> expecting Mighty Ronaldo to be steaming home. So it's going to be he, a good race. He mightn't take off of the bell this year. Well, hopefully... Uh, <laughs> hopefully... <laughs> Hopefully Junior won't be looking over his shoulder. We'll be looking in front of him and seeing Marty Ronaldo in front of him. But uh, all oh, the very okay. best, uh, all the very best, Senior. Um, it, look, it's it's just going to be a great race. Uh, you've got a you've got an outstanding, uh, awesome jumping Jack Mack, and uh, we wish you all the very best for tonight. Thanks very much, Ken. Thanks, guys. And I'll uh, see you. You'll be there tonight? No, you won't be. No, no, more to wait, but I'll, 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 I'll buy you something. So I'll get you, get you something to settle <laughs> the nerves before the race. <laughs> All right. See you no there. Good evening. Yeah, see you, mate. Bye. Gary Hall Senior, uh, champion trainer, going for derby number six. Uh, both Chris Lewis and Gary Hall Jr. have driven five derbies, and they're looking to equal um, the record for most number of wins held by Fred Kersley Senior. Who, okay. who won derbies between 1938 and 64. So uh, normally it's Frank Kersley that holds the records, but this time uh, Fred Kersley Sr., the, the father of FRK. It's, it was an amazing um, stat when you spoke about... Yeah. Uh, with, From Alan Parker. With, with uh, Sr., that his first derby wasn't yeah. until 2013. Yeah. And, you know, since then, in that short period of time, he's, he's managed to win five. But yeah. uh, to think it took him all that long yeah. uh, to get one and a great horse to get one with and uh, tonight he's got another real live chance to uh, make that derby number six he sure does and we'll be um, we'll be looking at the derby in the next segment uh, a couple of cheerios before we go happy birthday to Steve Mills Steve Mills our the great man great supporter bookmaker uh, the, big, the big six zero six zero for, for Millsy and, and happy birthday also, Millsy also my mother Anne oh. had to put up a lot in her life Mrs Radley <laughs> she should have gold medals everywhere I would imagine particularly from uh, Greg and myself the, um, Tony and Claire have been pretty good the good Radleys <laughs> the yeah good Radleys. the good Radleys yeah <laughs> um, but uh, anyway happy birthday to Ian oh very good all right, um, as we go to the break, uh, let's go to the break. And uh, it was a big night for the Halls last week. Another couple of winners. And tell you what, this was the drive of the night. Gary Hall Jr. on whose idea was this? He he kept made them. They were all napping at the start. He's, he pushed the button. He got across. And once he found the front, it was uh, just about curtains for the rest of them. As we go to the break, let's listen to whose idea was this winning the Memorial Day Stakes from last week. Off the back, whose idea was this? Held back to the field. He's got Kiriskiro bolting on his back. I'm full of excuses. Volt and Tin, he's got the temerity to come back in the middle. And Bracken Sky travels well just off. And then Valbon, 27 to the next quarter. Whose idea was this in front of Kiriskiro? Volt and Tin, I'm full of excuses. Valbon, Bracken Sky, whose idea was this is clear. I think he's got them, Hall Junior. What a drive it's been. Kiriskiro goes to second, then Volt and Tin. But whose idea was this stopping but wins by a metre? Kiriskiro, three metres, Volt and Tin, Bracken Sky, and then Valbon. You're listening to Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track.
off the back section of the course. Labrajo heads to the 400 late in the way. DeCampo still sits quietly on strike team who's hard on his back as they race to the turn 27-9 off the back. Under the ultra hard driven into third place. They were headed then by a little happy fella off the track who's running on with chance Eclipse Crafty and Rock and Rufus into the straight. Labrajo shaken up. Strike team gets to the outside. Tries to issue a challenge. There is no challenge. It's Labrajo clear. Strike team running a great race in second but Labrajo bring on the WA Derby. Bolts in the country Derby. Second was strike team under the altar held third. Yeah, that was Labrajo. He continues on his winning way. That was the country derby, which is a race that Ray Jones really wanted to win for his family. His father, um, uh, Cedric, won the derby um, way back in the, yes. the 50s, and it's a race he wanted to win and, and got, got the cash with Labrajo, and uh, he heads into the derby, which we'll discuss in, in just a moment. Before we do, uh, Mortz, our, uh, this segment brought to you by Retrovision, your local electrical appliance specialist, talking about 60 years of celebrating... That's we us, Rads. 60 years of serving the local community, Retrovision has, which is an outstanding effort. Oh, amazing. It really is an outstanding yeah. effort. And we're, uh, a big weekend this weekend. Massive weekend this weekend. We've got our bonus bonus sales starting, so we've got plenty of good bonuses in store. So get into your local Retrovision store. You'll probably see Michael Radley in yes. one of them if you go in there, although... You I won't be able to, you won't know who I am because I'll be masked. <laughs> Correct. Please wear a mask <laughs> if you come in, into our store. I'll be incognito. We'll certainly uh, social distance and look I'll after be. you. And Or you could do what, Rod, uh, what uh, Rads does, yeah. and that's just jump online at retrovision.com.au. Yep, and RAC remember, uh, members receive an additional 5% every day. Every day. All right, let's get, let's get into it. Uh, big night tonight, the Sky Racing Derby. The first race is um, at 5.24 uh, WA time, and um, it's going to be a big night, uh, sponsored by Sky Racing. And to dissect the races with us is our man... All the way from Broome, Scott Bomber Hill. How are you, Bomber? Very well, thanks, guys. Exciting morning. Looking forward to it tonight very much. So. Yeah, we're going to talk about the derby in just a moment, but the, and the barrage always made it uh, so, so interesting, and uh, I can't wait to get your thoughts on the derby, Bomber, and we'll do that in just a moment. But let's have a look at the first race we're going to dissect. It is the Sky Racing Pace over the 21.30 metres, and we have 29.12 drawn the pole at $10.00. Space Junk, the short price favourite, one twenty-four. The Jewel in Arai, twenty-six. Disco Under Fire, seven dollars. Q Town Rip Roaring at eleven. Smart Fortune at fifty-one. Uh, Crocodile Kid, thirty-one. Rock and Roll Whippy at thirty-one. Boy Name Rosie at twenty-six. And CC Chevron, a little bit of support, twenty-six into twenty-three. How do you see the first race, and which way are we going as far as punting? Uh, we're going a placement here on one that came up at absolute almost triple figure odds in rock and roll Whitby. Uh he's he's a horse that's been doing it pretty tough lately racing in the breeze and you know you look back through his form and the last couple of times he's won have been in races where he's gone back off really, really hot speed and been able to work into it late. I think we're gonna have a real burn here early with uh the you know the class drop of space junking two looking to cross twenty nine twelve but of course he's got his stable mate on his back and, and also uh Q Town Rip Roaring which loves hot speed so be staggered if they didn't hold up on the one and that gives us a really really cracking lead time and uh yeah rock and roll with the bit of support for him but uh yeah i think he's still a nice place bet very interesting race i couldn't uh get myself into a dollar 24 space junk although he is the big class dropper but in the last four 425 the place as well on tab touch 425 for rock and roll would be a place 425 
in the last word, courtesy of uh, our good friends at Tab Radio and Timmy Walker. Matt Scott's put the block blinkers on, will lead and give him his chance in front. That's on the number one. We like to hear that. Chris Lewis going well isn't a bad race for him and has a good draw. Most likely the one will sit. Obviously not. And Callan Savelko on Rock and Roll Whitby drawn bad will drive for luck to get home late. And if the speed's on, he will be, he will be getting home late. So... We're on for a place here, Bomber, in race one, number eight. What's the uh, what's the staking plan? Yeah, just a one-unit place, really. Like I say, he needs that really, really hot speed. And as you've touched on, I think Space Junk is just poisonous odds at $1.24. I expect him to drift out to around the $1.65 mark. So, yeah, just the, the one-unit place on Rock and Roll Whitby to get over the top late, hopefully. All right, the next race we're going to look at is the big race of the night. It's the Group 1 Sky Racing WA Derby. $200,000 on offer over the 25, 36 metres. And we'll have a look at the Tab Touch market. Tab Touch, the brand that funds the industry. Mm-hmm. Sugar Street, drawn the pole. Open at 20s, up to 31, back into 20s. Mighty Ronaldo, $7. American Bullet, 81. Jumpin' Jack Mack was $1.55, out to $1.80. Now back in the touch at, at 175 Strike Team at $61. Give us a wave for Team Bond and the Running Camel at $71. Soundwave at 101. Penny Tiger, interesting runner here. As Senior said, there's there's uh, uh, word out that he's going to have a crack for the lead. $34 from Barrier 8. Carabao outside the front line at $71. Then we have the big fella, Laverage Joe. 340 into 280 inside the back line of Barrier 10. We've got C. Ryan Fly at 31 and Otis at $26. Bomber, great race. How do you see it unfolding? Oh, just, yeah, very, very excited about this one. Uh, I've been in Mighty Ronaldo's camp for a while now and was just hoping he'd come up with a with a nice draw, and he, he certainly has. I think there's a couple of options in that um, you know, Sugar Street might try and kick through, in which case he can jump straight on his back because Laverage will be coming back and going straight off the peg. So there'll be a vacated spot there for him or, or he might even have a look for the top and then take a sit on uh, jumping Jack Max. So there's a few options. Obviously, you got the fly and the ointment out wide in, um, in Brennan's horse as well, which he, he could you know unleash, as you've just touched on, and he's probably got enough speed if he, if he does have a real crack. Um, but either way, I think uh, Mighty Ronaldo, he, he's on the pegs. He's either leaders back three pegs. And we know in these big races, when they're running ridiculous time, which they're going to here, that's the place to be. And, and this guy can run some ridiculous sectionals. You know, down at Bunbury, he broke 54 for his last half and ran into a couple of roadblocks. So, you know, just very, very excited to see him get into fresh air late. And I think he can get over the top. Bomber, I hope you're right. But... Um... <laughs> It's, uh, it is an outstanding race, as we said, bought about by the draw. If Labrajo drew one or two, he's a dollar four. Mm. And look at him now, he's 280 courtesy of the draw. So it's really, and there's a few scenarios yep. off the front there, like Bomber said. So um, uh, Chris uh, Voke, perfect draw, will run top four, possibly sit, but we'll see what happens. Gets a trip, wouldn't be against leading. Mighty Ronaldo looks a suitable draw, happy with his work. Um, Gary Hall Senior, hard to beat. Expect him to lead. Think he'll get the lead because the one won't want to do anything early. So lots of talk about the race. What's the uh, the, the staking plan in this one then, Bomber? Yeah, it's a one unit the win, two unit the place, Mighty Ronaldo. I think he definitely runs top three for mine. Um, the pace is just going to be on here and it just suits him perfectly. So, 
Yeah, like you touched on before, the, the barrier draws, because we've been lucky with barrier draws over the last 12 months. I've set up some really, really good races in races that you know could have been over had the barrier draws gone any other way. So, yeah, very, very exciting. Yeah, it's going to be a great race. And uh, good luck to yourself, Mort of Mario Ronaldo, and our good mate, Ross Fitzgerald, who's also a part owner. And that was uh, that derby preview was brought to you by Steel Blue, Bo- Steel Blue Boots, built for comfort, made for work. They've got a multi-layered shock-absorbing sole, premium-grade leather. I don't have to tell you about it. Whatever you trade, they've got the boots. They're Australia's leading supplier of work boots. And uh, whether you're wearing them to bed, out in the garden, they're just... They are comfortable, and gee, they're tough. A bit like Mr. Fitzgerald himself, yeah. mate. My man, Richard, you know my man, Richard. Yep. He yep. came around to pick something. Steel blue boots. Of course. Yeah. What, else, what else would you wear? What else would you wear? Because I, I can't fix anything. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't so have to get Richard around. Yeah, Richard does it. All right, as we go to the break, um, let's go back a week. And the, the, um, the feature race was the group two, uh, group two Champagne Classic for the two-year-olds. And it was an impressive winner. Bushwhacked, caught plenty of pressure, mm. but uh, proved too strong. Held off, what are the odds? It was another really good run as well. These two horses, I think gonna, we've got to hear more of them. But uh, as we go to the break, here's Bushwhacked winning the Champagne Stakes. The leader ends bushwhacked. He's giving plenty. What are the odds? Is running second at the moment from Follow the Music. Tommy Liss Jambo. Meteoroid can't get out. And then came on the outside. Follow the Music. In front, though, near the line is bushwhacked from What are the Odds? Bushwhacked in front. What are the odds? Tommy Liss Jambo. Bushwhacked in front of What are the Odds? Bushwhacked. Bushwhacked has won from What are the Odds? Tommy Liss Jambo third. You're listening to Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Better cop a good one around the turn. Suing you tries to fight back on the inside of Heaven Showgirl. 27-8 that quarter. It's Heaven Showgirl hitting the front. Blissful Abbey's out now. Vokes coming. Heaven Showgirl in front. Blissful Abbey's trying. Heaven Showgirl in front, though, holding Blissful Abbey. Heaven Showgirl will beat Blissful Abbey. Heaven Showgirl first. Blissful Abbey second. Third. Better cop a good one. Maybe a nose to suing you. Yeah, heaven's shake. Didn't she show some turn of speed? She was electric. <clears throat> Very promising. Very yeah. promising horse. She's put them away really quickly. And once again, the combination of Turvey and Emily Savalco, absolutely flying. Yeah, Before great. we get into the next uh, form we're going to look at, and uh, this segment's brought to you by Loans123, Car Loans, Debt Consolidations, all your personal finance. Who do you see? The nude nut, Steve Sell. Our man, Stevie Sell, at loans123.com.au. And in more if he can't sort you out. You cannot be sorted. No. He's, a, he's a good man. Steve Sell, the nude nut, get down and uh, have a chat to him. Yep, he's uh, he's certainly the best in the business. All right, let's get into this um, next race. We're going to look at, and uh, we're going to the last two races for um, for the two races we're going to look at, and it's uh, the hashtag in the gig two year old Phillies preferred pace, and uh, a couple of first starters here, and a couple that we have seen before through the sales classics and beyond the sea at four sixteen to three ninety from the pole, uh, the pole at a stormy lady at seven fifteen from nine fifty, Bondstar thirty four. Ellie Mirando at $7 in from 15 halved its quote. Valhalla Miss, winner of the Sales Classic for the Hamiltons, 550. Sovrana, 416 to 290, the well related filly. Bramanti Steps at $11 and Diamond Dance at $10. Bomber. Some exposed form, some that's not quite as exposed. Which way are we going here? 
Yeah, really, really like this Philly Sovereign. They're going to keep this one pretty short and sweeter. She comes through the sales classic, as you said, and she had a big red ring around her name after uh, the heat there. And then that ring got doubled as a result of the final when she got checked down the back. And she was the strongest of the line. She gave up about 20, 30 metres, got beat 10. Very, very exciting Philly. And I think she just wins this race. I'm not sure exactly where she lands. She does have a bit of gate speed, but there's plenty underneath her. And I just think she'll be winning. And she's a very big mover in the market as well, Bomber. So you obviously got up early and had a bet. What's the staking plan for this one? Yeah, she's a three-unit bet. Very, very excited. The more I look at this race, the, the keener I get. So, yeah, I think think she's just a really, really nice feeling. Yeah, we like that. Three units. You know we like three units. Yeah, good. She, she's, she did look good through the uh, sales classic and um, yeah. hopefully she can continue and hopefully her sister goes can continue. Well, <laughs> all right. The last ra- the race we got to look at the last race is the Sky Racing Pace race number nine, the last on the card, twenty five thirty six meters. This is the race we love to back a winner in. In Sagano is the favourite, two fifty and a dollar ninety five from the pole. Rock in the box at nineteen dollars. The horse at four eighty. Our surrogate at six fifty. Plutonium at uh, three ten. Sarge at fifty one, and here comes Sharky at fifty one. The market mover is the pole into a dollar ninety five. Bomber, which way are we going? Yeah, I'm with her as well. She's the leader, and she gets every chance to crawl through this first um, first mile here. There looks to be zero pressure. And first WA run, she came three wide, did plenty of work to the breeze, and was actually pretty good. Last time she worked to the breeze again in a really really hot middle half and just dropped out a bit late. But um, Bond Camp absolutely flying. She'll find the top. And, uh, yeah, with that with that minimal pressure on, I think she just opens them up late and very, very happy for her to open her account in WA. Yes, agree with you there, Bomber. And the last word, thanks to Tim Walker at Tab Radio. Race number nine, Greg Bond. Nice chance. I love it when <laughs> Bondy short and sweet. That means they're, uh, it is a nice chance. So what's the staking plan here, Bomber? Yeah, we're going to go out with another three-unit bet here. It's been pretty tough going the last few weeks, but uh, I think we've got some nice bets there tonight and very confident on the night. All right, I think it might start shorter the last one as well, Donny dollar ninety-five. I think he might uh, tumble in further in, into the red. Bomber, thanks for your time, and um, hopefully you're back a few winners tonight. And it's uh, going to be a great race, the WA Derby race five on the card. Can't wait for the, can't wait for the clash. It's going to be uh, fantastic and and a pretty good support card as well, mate. Thanks for your time, and we'll speak to you next week. Absolute pleasure, guys, and. Uh... Best of luck, Maud. So let's get Renato home late. Yes, uh, I live close to the city bomber, but believe you me, you will hear me <laughs> up in Broome. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely hear him across the river at GP from Mainlands. All right. As we go to the break, uh, tell you what, Jack Farthing, he's, um, looks like he's come back in fine fettle. He uh, found the front and was uh, just way too good for him. As we head to the break, let's listen to Jack Farthing and uh, the, the team of uh, Prentice and DeCampo. They haven't uh, combined for too often, but we might see him combine with this horse going into the future. And uh, he looked pretty good, Jack Farthing, last week. But around the turn, and Jack Farthing is well clear. Jack Farthing leads 10 metres to extradite. Then came Raka Singh, Rock Me Over, Son of a Tiger, Quick Strike, Culpeka. But Jack Farthing's going to bolt in. It's clear over extradite. Rock Me Over, Raka Singh battle out third. But Jack Farthing wins easily. From extradite, third in, Rock Me Over, and those Raka Singh. You're listening to Talking Trots with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track.
This is Talking Trots with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Heads were turned for home and the leader by Ultimate Byron. Cameron Hart says, let's go. And in the twinkling of an eye, he's put up 10 metres on Mahomes. They were followed then by my Ultimate Cobber. Rock and Penny trying to get home. But I'll tell you something, this horse is top shelf. It's my Ultimate Byron. It's going to absolutely spank them. And there's another group one for Cameron Hart. It goes home to beat Rock and Penny. Third home in the race, my Ultimate Cobber. Yeah, my ultimate Byron won the two-year-old gold bullion at uh, Menangle last Friday night and won 52-4 for the two-year-olds, but the first quarter, 25-4. And then they had the audacity to put three on them in the home straight. 25-4. Yeah, and was working to the front with uh, Mahomes. Mahomes battled on well. <laughs> he actually that went is. okay as well, but jeez. That is absolutely low-flying. Low-flying. Before we get now, man, BK, this segment's brought to you by Bayswater Mazda. Driving is better than in a Bayswater Mazda. Corner of Garrett and Guildford Road. You can't miss it as you, you drive past. Absolutely. On the on the corner there at the lights and uh, great after-sale service. Great cars. They are so quiet to drive. You know, they're beautifully well-appointed. All the features you want. Nice and quiet, but uh, Bayswater Mazda. Yep. Yeah, they're great. Driving is better with Bayswater. They are great supporters of us. All right, now time to welcome in uh, Ben Cray. How are you, BK? I'm good, boys. I'm nice and refreshed, as is Mort. And um, just going back to that Menangle race, it, it, that's sort of a prime example of what I look for in form. Of course, it ran a good overall time, but for a two-year-old to do that, that sort of section at the start, 25-4, they're the sort of ones, the times that I look at. And that's, you know, open class horses can't do that sort of thing and hold on. No. So, um and to beat Mahomes, as we know, who is the best uh, quarterback in, in uh, America, yeah. that was a good effort as well. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, very good. No, he's, he looks he looks pretty special. Um, have you got any specials for us today? Raw Newcastle back on again tonight. Yeah, look, I, I just wanted... I've got four races that I wanted to point out, but three of them are just because I, I really wanted to point out um, how well Jack Callaghan's driving over there. He's on three races I think can definitely win tonight. And uh, I'm just going through his stats here on which is a new, great new function they've got on their website where you can actually go and see all the driver's stats now. And Jack's like driving 15% lifetime, and um, but I really think he's in, you know, he's just, and it's just consistent every year at 13, 16, 14, and 15% lifetime. And I think this guy's, uh, this kid's, um, you know, son of Mark is really going well, and, and it's sometimes we do see him drive three or four winners up there at, at one time, and I think he can do it again tonight. And look, the first few aren't overly flash odds, but I think race two, number two, better be kept, can lead all the way there. Did the same for him um, last start. It's around the dollar seventy mark. And then in race four, number five, Lazy's Fad. Again, the Jack-Mark-Callaghan combination. Two starts go at Menangle at one in a good 151.7 there. But more importantly, last start at Menangle, in my opinion, is fairly easy from uh, gate eight and only got beat seven metres, that should be able to cross them here, and this looks like an easier race. So they're the two sort of bankers earlier on for Jack. And then I'm going to go to race five, where he is again on number five, Hidden Delight. And this one's around the $2.30, $2.50 mark, somewhere around that that um, price range. Now, this horse is a little bit tricky. It can train the odd bad race or two, but I really like the way that it's uh, one last time here. It only won by a half neck. That doesn't look overly impressive. He really didn't touch this horse. He, he could have won by a lot more, to be honest, and it did come uh, three wide down the back. So I think it's got the uh, the class on the front line there. The, the danger would be number 11, Roctagonal, but with the better draw, I'm happy to stick with Jack for a treble there. 
And then we're going to the money race here. I like race seven of few of them here. I really like number nine, what's up, let's play. This horse is absolutely flying for it for Andrew Ison. Look at one by 35 metres going away from him at Maitland. Um, two starts ago at Maitland. From gate six, he went four pegs in Tommy Ison, and then he got beat four metres behind Rock Tagon. A bit unlucky. But then last time, it helped in the run when it was uh, on the leader or three pegs. I can't remember. It was one of those two. And it flew home and then got beat two metres in a quick 65-9 at since trial. It's a hot, it really loves coming off a hot off a speed here, and I think off barrier nine will actually suit it. I think the saver could be number five, Sir Richard Lee. It could be the uh, early leader here. There's around thirteen dollars available for it. And to be honest, I don't want number four, Rock and Roll Tony, for a play. Here. This horse is another six sprinting type who has placed three, four of its last six. Sorry, and I think we've tipped it a few times here to place. Um, Blake Hughes, really good young driver, and you can get about $3 a place for it. So I'm quite keen to play this race. Numbers five and nine to win. Pretty keen the nine to win with a saver on the five and also something before a place. So that looks like a big either hamburger or we'll be looking for bread and water after that race. <laughs> Load up the account. and uh, I like backing multiple runners in the race. That's, yes. uh, that's a great way to play. Okay. Yeah. And you're right, Jack Callaghan, he's, he drives a lot for, for McCarthy's as well at the moment. Yeah. As you said, son of Mark, who, who trained for, for my family, came through under um, Ross Chisholm. Uh, who, of course, had so many really good horses. Um, Surfing Safari, I think, was, um, uh, oh, yeah. was a good one. Yeah. And, and, and th- those those um, th- those couple of that race with the, Do- the Donahue horses, that breed, and, uh, you know, won an Australian derby and, and whatever. Ross was a, a great man. And uh, Mark Callaghan and Ma- Mike Formosa both came through at the same time yeah. uh, under Ross. So, uh, great family. He's one of those, and tell you what, he can, he's he one can of those, drive. He's, yeah. yeah, he's one of those kids that's been replacing... You know, in inverted commas, a lesser-known driver, just just load up because he does improve a horse. And he's obviously, you know, driving those better horses from McCarthy is obviously helping him 100% as well. Yeah, no, he's um, it's a good family and he's a he's a good driver and uh, no, that's uh, that's hopefully he's he's got a few winners tonight. If he if he bags three or four, I think we're all going to have some money. Sounds good, mate. Last day of the month, we need to uh, make it count. <laughs> we do that. We do <laughs> exactly. All right, BK. Thanks for your time. We'll speak to you next week. See you boys. Have a good weekend. All right, uh, that was BK, and uh, as, as I said, yeah, great family. The the um, the Calligans. Mark's a, a champion bloke and a good driver and trainer in his own right. Yeah, very good. I still can't get over that twenty five four sectional. Tra- trained horse for my dad oh. against a guy. It was a very good horse. One of about twenty races. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. Very nice. Um, Mort, thanks for your time. Good luck Thank tonight you. in the in the derby. Thank um, you, Michael. It was heartbreak last year for you. Hopefully, yes. it, it erases that memory for you. Yes, it was gone until Senior uh, reminded me of it this morning. <laughs> but uh, well, I read I, somewhere Justin's never watched the replay. Uh, he's not the only person that hasn't. <laughs> but uh, look, really looking forward to what should be an outstanding. Uh, duel tonight between some quality three-year-olds. Yeah, it's a, it looks like a vintage derby on paper. That race is race five tonight, 7.22 WA time. First race of nine at uh, 5.24 WA time. Mortz, thanks for your time. Thank you. Hopefully you found a few winners. Until next week, it's bye for now. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.